1: So we're just getting out of Halloween, I believe. I know by the time you listen to this, Halloween was a week ago, and it seems so far away, and hopefully you realise how ridiculous it is now as well. Uh, I'm only joking. I guess it's, it's for the kids, isn't it? That's what people say. I didn't realise how much people have really got on board with Halloween, though. Like, it's, it's became like a proper thing. Um, I think it's just with, with not having kids, you don't realise um, how much people like, enjoy Halloween doing it you know it's uh when i was a kid it was like yeah we we'll we go away. back in my day but when i was a kid it was literally you know your, your your witch's fingers your your face mask your cape and then you go out trick-or-treating but now it's like a proper like it, adults do it like like people in the 20s will just go for a, a halloween party and it 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 seems very very odd you know very uh very americanized type thing and uh, i guess you know, that's just the way, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing, it's just, it, it was mad how much people uh, enjoy it, you know, I, I, <laughs> and I don't want to <laughs> just start slagging things off straight away, but it's like, you know, you just go, if you don't have kids, how man, I, what are you doing, do you know what I mean, it's it's that, it's, but you know, fine, I don't want to take people's fun away from them and all that, I just, I guess it's stuff that I don't get, so that's fine, but I'm learning that it's fine for you not to get it, you don't have to get everything that's the the positive way to look at it. But if I was to be old, call, and you know the the judgmental call, I'd be going, you know, Halloween, what are you doing? Same with American football. Like I don't know, <laughs> like I, I don't know why. Like again, like look, okay, I'll I'll before I say this, I'll say that um, I used to be a fan of professional wrestling. I wouldn't say I really watch it anymore. I'll still watch the old stuff uh, every now and then. When I get a bit of time, and so you know, for the longest time, I would say I was a wrestling fan. Great, still am for all the old stuff. So, with that being said, I think if you're from the UK and you like American football, you're <laughs> you're a bit of a gimp, really, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? Like, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine You're allowed to be I don't want to take that away from you Because <laughs> I am also one For professional wrestling So So, there. so what have I slagged off It's not even been Not even five minutes in I've slagged off American football And, and Halloween The the Americanization of, of holidays But Halloween is really it, It's really like One of the, the Division one or the, or the championship Level of, of holidays You know and, and by the time You listen to this I know bang straight away We've got fireworks as well Fireworks night I think that's worse Than Halloween Again I think it's very it's it's annoying do you know what i mean fire i just find fireworks annoying it's one of those things where you say let's not let's not take away people's fun i would happily take away people's fun for fireworks night i really would i don't i'd if, if i if i was if i had my way i'd, I'd ban it i'd get rid of it and, and and people go oh what about firework displays i'd get rid of them as well i think i think the pointless i just I'd, i hate the whole thing i've got a cat so i'm biased and and I've got a kid, so I'm biased. But I think even before then, I didn't. You know, what's the what's the point? But but you know, that's why we live. We live in a democracy, right? So you know, you're still going to get it. You have your right to enjoy it, just as I have my right to slag it off. I think we should have receipts for for fireworks night. Really I'd say I'd say right, okay. You're you're allowed fireworks night. So, so your neighbor wants to set off twenty fireworks. The one to set off twenty fireworks. God bless you. Go for it. Enjoy it. But I think there should be a receipt attached to that. So you set off 20 fireworks in November. What's six months out of November? So you go uh, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Right. So in May, so you set off 20 fireworks <laughs> in May. You should expect 20 fireworks to be sent lit through your letterbox at any any point in May. Just just call it the the fireworks bonfire receipt. You don't know who's going to do it. You don't know when it's going to happen. And then we'll find out how much you love fireworks. If you're willing to have have it blasted through, <laughs> you know I've got no way of enforcing that. I hope it never ever gets enforced. I'm not condoning that. But I think you'd really find out the real hardcore fans of, of how many people like fireworks if uh, if you got your your mayor sweepstake, <laughs> your mayor firework receipts. Well, that's nice. So five minutes in, Slacked off Halloween, Slacked off fireworks, and American football. There we go. So. Uh, congratulations if you're still listening yeah (laughs) you know we only got three trick-or-treaters for halloween as well Uh, lily's two so we can't we didn't really go out trick-or-treating i took her to asda on the day and said do you want to do you want anything trying to explain to her halloween do you know what i mean she was just looking at these masks and kind of getting scared i was like do you want one well no of course so she wanted this little plastic black pumpkin for a pound i was like right fine and then she wanted like a a princess hair brush not to do with Halloween obviously it was just she saw that instead she was like I'll have that so for trick-or-treating we just filled the the bags up with sweets and them pumpkins that we went picking last week I, I put them out on the on the front we waiting for the trick or treaters, and I noticed there were like loads in the street, and I was like, "Oh, they'll be knocking any minute." And a lot of them were just walking straight past our house, and I was like, "Oh God, what? Why is that? I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why that's the case." And it wasn't until Sophie sent us out, we we'll put, uh, you know, we we'll put Lily to bed, and we'd had about three trick or treaters, and. You know, it was it was nice because she she held the bag out and she was giving people sweets and she she was really enjoying herself. So she got to stay up about an extra 10 minutes before we put her to bed because we knew people would be knocking on the door. But it wasn't until Sophie sent us out for some wine afterwards. Uh, that That's the thing we've been doing as well. We've been sitting, yeah, we'll not have a drink, we'll not have a drink, we'll not have a drink. And then as soon as Lily's to bed, do you fancy a drink? Yeah, with, wear the car keys, uh, go to the garage. So it wasn't until I was looking at my house I realised why everyone, most people who weren't our neighbours, had just been walking past us because everybody else had went to so much effort. Again, it was like it was like Christmas. It was like they had like the the banners out around the front. They had like little skeletons in the garden. The whole uh, front of the house was lit up, and all very spooky. They had like the fake cobwebs and the trees and everything. And I looked at our house, and it was just one measly pumpkin that's been out for a week, so it's fucked. <laughs> and it must have just looked like we were the Halloween equivalent to a Grinch. But I didn't realize it was a prerequisite. Now, you've got to, you know, I spoke to some people and went, oh, yeah, if, if the houses aren't decorated, then we don't knock. And I was like, what? When was that a thing? That's. That can't be right. Like that's—it's surely just getting the sweets in is enough. That has to be enough. Now you—you don't—you shouldn't have to decorate the whole front of your house as well. But yeah, I looked and it was like if you watch The Simpsons, it was the episode one of the, you know, Ned Flanders. The rest of the street was Ned Flanders with all of the big luminous decorations, and then my shitty little one pumpkin. <laughs> That was not only not attracting people, but it was actively putting people off, trick-or-treating. The one time when I was like, oh yeah, let's up for it, Lily's great. It was like everyone was just walking past this, God, who who lives there? Some miserable old man. Uh, We'd better not go there. Rumour has it he doesn't like American football or fireworks, a miserable old prick. Yeah, You can see him there watching his wrestling. Yeah, you see him shouting at the wrestling. Yeah, Slagging off football, American football, slagging off Halloween, slagging off fireworks night. What a prick! Let's let's put a firework through his letterbox. <laughs> and then I went to Asda the next day, and just as quickly as all the Halloween decorations were there, they instantly became first November Christmas decorations. Now that's all you see, and I just thought, like you know, yeah, I think. The time for saying oh how quickly before I'm sick of people saying that you know oh God it's only November and you're putting the Christmas decorations out and all that it's like yeah that's that's how it works right as soon as you get one thing out the way then they line the next one up they, 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 you have it there so everyone's thinking about Christmas from the first of November I'm sick of people like quaintly going like oh God the first of November and and they're already here. like do you ever think how the staff must feel like they've had to work <laughs> through the night like imagine if you if it was your shift to take all the Halloween decorations down. And put them in the van, and you know, and then get all the Christmas decorations out. Do the night fucking shitty hours. Manager doesn't like you, and then people just all you get is piffy comments the next day. Just say, "Oh my word, can you believe the decorations are out?" Like, y- yes, I can, because I've just worked eight hours to do it, and fucking shut up. <laughs> you know what kind of person I'm talking about, though? The kind of it's the kind of person who says uh, that they don't they don't watch anything. They don't they don't go to a show or they don't they haven't heard about something, but then the minute they've heard about it, they say it was absolutely brilliant. Probably wasn't absolutely brilliant, but it's because they've never seen it before. They'll think it's mint and they'll tell you about it at like the dinner table. They'll go like, Hey, you know, hey, Jean, Jean, what what was that thing that was on the telly the other day? It was um what was it again, Gene? It was Latin American dancing, wasn't it? That's right. They had them, they had them opening for this morning, or whatever. You know that that little they were advertising the show for the West End, and they were they were on first singing. Hey, G- Gene, we ne- <laughs> we never we've never watched Latin American dancing until then, but because of that, we went to the show, and you know what? It was. Absolutely brilliant! Like you know what they're going to say, and you know it's going to take it's going to take so fucking long. The, it's the way they break down the word "absolutely brilliant." Like I'd I'd love it if I never ever heard those words again. You, you know what? It was absolutely brilliant. People are going to say it, to you now, and and you're going to think of this. So apologies in advance. But absolutely, hey, we went to that. We we never go to the opera, did we? Wouldn't. Ne- but they were they had the opera. They were, they were opening for, for Countdown because they were, they were selling the show for the West End and, we've, and we went to the opera on the back of it. It did Gene. And you know, you know what? It was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> you know exactly what kind of person. The slag off decorations in the supermarkets and the think things that they've never seen before but they've seen it once are absolutely brilliant. It's the kind of people who slag off uh, service stations as well They go... It was, it was how much? It was,
2: Mandy, Mandy, have you seen this? Have you seen
1: this?
2: It's £4.50 for a ham and cheese sandwich. £4.50. He never, I never in the world, me. He had, he, I couldn't, I had to look, I had to look twice. I had to look twice.
1: I don't know what the twice is.
2: I had to look twice. I couldn't believe my eyes. I couldn't believe my eyes. <laughs>
1: so I'm so sorry. I think I finally fucking cracked up of doing these shows in hotel rooms. I finally lost the fucking plot.
2: Yeah, I had to. I had to check twice for four pounds fifty for a ham and cheese. Eh? I said, "Hey, I never." I did. I said, hey, I never. I couldn't believe it. I said, do you get the whole pig inside the sandwich? You must do. You must get the whole pig for the ham and the whole cow for the cheese for four fifty for a sandwich. <laughs> I
1: thought I can go home and make that. I'll make it for less than that. Go, go on then. You go home and make a ham and cheese sandwich for less than £4. Bear in mind, you're in Weatherby services right now, right? So fuck off back home, right? Go to a supermarket, buy a loaf of bread, buy the butter, buy the ham, buy the cheese, go and make it, and you will. You'll do it for less than £4.50, but from point A to point B, from Weatherby to home to you eating the sandwich, that's cost you a couple hours of your time. And considering you're old as fuck, you should cherish that as well. But no, you want to slag off four fifty for the for the ham and cheese sandwich, Well, you're paying for the convenience, right? And I, I for one, had the ham and cheese sandwich. I paid over the odds, but they had us by the balls because I was at a service station. And you know what? It was absolutely brilliant. When I was in ASDA, I had the radio on, and I heard the um, the the hot topic at the minute. It's it's been doing the rounds for a couple of weeks now. It was like a a, a restaurant charged a family for like having the, basically they had some unruly children, and they got like some sort of fee slapped on at the end. And it was like yes, you. Yes, you're fine for having manky kids. Like, your kids have been running around the restaurant we've judged you a bit more as a result, is my understanding. I see, I've i seen the link many, many times, and I've not clicked it. So that's all I can tell from scrolling on my phone and not bothering me ass to click it. That's And that's enough, isn't it, these days? Really, you see that, you go, yeah, I probably know what that is. And even if not, you're not too far away from it, are you? So... So that's that's what it, so if that's if there's a different story to that um I'm not I'm not I'm just gonna plow forward assuming that's the case but already there's just I mean do we need to have discussions like they always have a discussion about and here we are on the radio and' we're, we're gonna interview um somebody with one side and somebody with the other side and we're gonna argue the toss over this it's like do you know do we not know what that discussion is going be already like is it not just it's an excuse Families, basically the issue is families should get charged more if your kids or monkey is out in a restaurant. Discuss. All right. Well, I mean, I think it's just like, it's an excuse for people without kids to be unapologetically selfish. And it's an excuse for people with kids to be unapologetically selfish. And they never meet in the middle. That's what annoys us about them morning TV debates. It's like, we're going to... And here we are going to argue over the color of shite. So, here to argue the color brown is Professor Brown from Brown Shite University. Thank you for having, me. Oh, thank you for being here. Yes, yes, sir. thank you for having me. Yes, sir. and here to argue that the shite is black. Uh, here we, here we have a social advocate for black shite. A uh, pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you. And then you know, they're going to argue that it's brown. They're going to argue that it's black, and they're going to. Probably say there's some grey areas, so we've got grey shite as well. That's probably cat shite, isn't it? Grey, grey shite. And then that's it, and then it's on to the weather. And then nothing ever gets resolved. Nobody ever, you never see one of those debates where they go, <laughs> like at the end they go, you know what, you've, you've really convinced us. Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go over to your side now. Yeah, I've been saying the shite's brown for all this time. No, I think it's black. Let's see. Yeah, team black, team black, go for it never never happens people never really change their opinion during a debate as well they just sat there waiting until it's their turn to speak and that's that's what's happening with this child thing as well so right so i don't have kids uh what's the standard one you just go why should I be burning? Because I didn't ask you to have kids. I didn't ask to come to a restaurant with kids. I want to sit down, have a quiet meal and enjoy myself. And I only to see your kids run around. It's not my fault. You can't control your kids. Fuck you. You're a shit dad. You're a shit mom. You've got a horrible family and you deserve to be taxed through the roof so that you can never, ever afford to eat out again. How dare you have kids and fuck you again? So that's that's the argument for. Is there anything else um, for that? You know, you know, if, if it's advertised as a kids' restaurant, fine. And then I'll, I'll not go. It's just like God. Why do you give a fuck, man? Do you know what I mean? Just go somewhere else. Bring your headphones, right? Just. Do you know what I mean? Just get on with it. Like, why do people just not get on with it anymore? One of my favourite meals I had was when I was in Birmingham. I think I was doing the Birmingham Glee Club. And, yeah, it was like a Saturday. And, of course, there so were kids running around because it's it's a Saturday and it's monkeys is out and it's horrible. But what I did was I just went and got me Five Guys and I brought me headphones and I put a podcast on and I sat. There's a corner in in this Birmingham Five Guys. It's on Broad Street. There's like a table where you can just sit facing the corner of the restaurant I just sat there facing nothing with me head down headphones in ate me five guys and and, and that was it My oh god it's been a while since I've had a five guys I, I call it five geese when I get really excited oh should we get a should we get a five geese let's get a fieve geese so I go how much jean Gene. Gene?
2: D- Mandy, George, I need the whole gang Have you seen how much the charging for a burger Could you g- I, I can't believe that, me And that's, that's without chips That's just the burger, you know That's the—that's not even the chip uh, How much for a milkshake? Gene <laughs> I couldn't believe it, me I thought, hey, hey I said, hey, hey I did, I said, hey, hey <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've reached the point of entertaining myself. Fucking hell! My five guys. so I get the uh, the double, the double cheeseburger with bacon, uh, all the fixings except if there's cucumber there, get the cucumber off. Cucumber can get fucked, and the chips, just the small chips. You don't need any. If you're ordering. More than a small chips and five guys and it's just one of you there, uh, you've got problems. And then uh, just a just a coke and then I'll go back for a milkshake. So yeah, call it the uh, the big diabetes feast diabetes feve geese. And then what's the argument for what's the other argument for if you've got kids, you just go look, like I'm in the I'm in the house all the time. It's raining, there's nowhere to take them. This is this is more of a, a change of scenery, if anything. I've I, I try I've really, really tried to get them to stop fucking about, but I can't. I can't just not take them places. Like, and you've caught us on a really bad day. You don't know what, like, you don't know what type of shit's happening uh, at home. They could be stressed out. They could be, you know, it could be stressed out. It could just be the dad by himself or the mom by themselves. You know, and um, you don't know what's going on at schools. So this might just be like a bit of a break you need to, to to get away. And yeah, you know what, you've you've had a bad day, and you just you've just got your head down and just just cracking on with it but why why should that be my problem that's a th- I th- just people just don't like being offended by anything now do they? But, but at the same time you know how I check your kids the amount of times me and sophie have been somewhere and there's and there's kids running around it does it, it spoils it for you but it, you, you just again there's no there's no meeting in the middle it's just the only thing you can say is just could everyone just not be a dick could everyone not be a dick could everyone be a bit more considerate and try to just think before you, before you react. Sometimes, but I know don't, don't, I mean, it might be a bit too much to ask. These
0: millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
1: Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
0: Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Yes. And I don't know where I lie. And I don't know where I lie in the middle. I don't know where I lie now because me and Sophie have got Lily. And for the first like year or year and a bit, I used to really worry about, you know, if Lily started crying off, she was running around the restaurant or anything. And uh, I guess it's just like driving. I've only been, I've been driving as long as I've um, had Lily. So, you know, I've been driving two years. I've been a dad for two years. And I guess, you know, when, when I started driving, I was really, you know, as I've said before, you you just stick to one side of the, the road and like a good boy. And if it's merged, like make sure you're in the lane where you don't have to merge and all that. And you're obeying all the right laws and let people out. And I get, I, yeah, all the other drivers are dicks. So I'm just going to be a dick as well. I don't think you should charge people more for unruly behaviour. It would be great. But you know what? Where, where do we stop? You know, if 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 people are advocating that, then you know, I've got a little speech I would like to make about fireworks and letterboxes. But after a while it's just it is just like driving, you know, you realise you just don't care. One of the things I like to say when when driving, right, this is um this is usually when I'm a passenger. And you know you you can be a little bit more seeing what's going on. You know if you're driving, you've just got to stay focused. You know, but if you can have a little wander around if you're the passenger and I see there's a, I like it when you see them big vans and then you've got the van behind it like just warning everybody else that there's a big van, and it usually says something like abnormal load travelling. Now if you ever see that and you're in the car with your mate, you are missing a trick if you don't reach over. Point at the abnormal load travelling and say something to the following of Didn't realise your ma was travelling today Right, I think that's, that is comedy 101 That doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't get better than that Nice big abnormal load travelling Didn't realise your ma was on the road there mate So you can have that one, you're welcome Another thing, I like to say, my made at home loves, um, loves Undertaking. Sometimes I shouldn't, and you know, there's a wrestler called the Undertaker. Every time I can feel him about to do it, he's about to Undertake a car. We're wearing Lane One, and there's the car that he's about to Undertakes in Lane Two, and just as he starts to do, you know, he gives the car the option, you know, to to you know, not hog the middle lane, but when he make, when he commits to it, and I, I can tell when he's going to do it. Now I know him quite well, so just as with Undertaker, I always announce it as if it's the wrestler. I just go from Death Valley. Weighing in at three hundred and ten pounds and just as the car goes past I go The Undertaker So again, you can have that one if you want. You might not want it, but you can have it. And I've got a final wrestling reference now for for what I call me sunglasses as well. And this is a this is a real I'll try and make this as accessible as possible for, for non wrestling fans, but um you know, I'll tell you Sophie's side of it first because it makes Sophie sound really bad. But once I give you the full, the full, the full story, <laughs> it always goes back to Sophie was right. So I said to Sophie the other day, you know, because it's just been raining nonstop. It's like Jumanji. It's just been raining constantly for like eight days now or something. It's never ever going to end. And I and I said to Sophie, I was like, it was the one day it was sunny, and I was like, have you seen? Have you seen my sunglasses anywhere? And she was like, no. And can you shut the pissing door because I'm trying to watch something and all I can hear is you prattin' on and I went okay um <laughs> thanks for your help that was one side of it that was Sophie's side of it and I was going you know what? The, and there's me just telling you Sophie's side and you know that that might be a bit harsh but I wasn't just looking for me sunglasses right because when I look for me sunglasses this is why I realized Sophie said can you shut the pissing door I'm trying to watch something all I can hear is you was prattin' on because I call me sunglasses me cool dudes you know, there's there's not much of a leap there. You wear your sunglasses, you look like a pretty cool dude, so I go have you seen me cool dudes anyway, actors. Sophie, do you know where the cool dudes are? I'm, I'd quite like to find the cool dudes, right? Now this is where bit of a jump, okay? Stay with us. There's a wrestler called Randy Orton. And his entrance music is called Voices, right? And that goes like, I hear voices in my head, they come to me, they understand, they talk to me. Now, I don't know when it happened, about four or five years ago. One time, I was looking for me cool dudes, I couldn't find me cool dudes, and then when I finally found me cool dudes, this came out.
2: I get cool dudes in my head. They come to me. They
1: cooler dudes. I have cool dudes. My dudes are cool. That you cool dudes in the cool dudes. You start cooling all the dudes. I hear cool dudes in the cool dudes. And you start dude what was once cool. I hear the coolness in the dudes. And the dude- You get the picture. You get the picture, right? I you cool dudes. So that's what I'm singing when I'm trying to find me sunglasses. And I go, Sophie, have you seen- So there we go. we get the full story. I'm singing that. And she goes, will you fucking close the pissing door I'm trying to- so yeah I must be horrible to live with like because I'll be running around singing that and I don't even realise I'm doing it but um, why did I get on the cool dudes oh yeah Undertaker abnormal load yes I've reached the point in my life married life where I go to bed the same time as Sophie goes to bed you know I used to stay up an extra hour and watch telly, and you realise it's just not worth it because you're going to have to get up. Regardless, you're getting up at half six. Went, Got up at half five the other week because the clocks go back. That was great. You, you realise you, you're getting up with Lily, so it's, you know. And then Sophie's pulled the, I can't go to sleep unless I know you're in bed. I go, oh, that's great. That's some sort of prison that we've got going on now. So I go, right, I'll... Uh, and she goes, and you're always, you're always pissing on. You're always messing on. I go, no, like I've made dinner. And I'm tidying up, right? I'm putting the, the leftovers in the fridge. I'm, I'm stacking the dishwasher. I'm turning the dishwasher on overnight. Um, I'm sorting the bin. I'm emptying the bin. I'm taking the bin out. You know, I've, I, I do have me little jobs that I do before I go to bed that you call pissing on. And then I do have half a bottle of red wine and watch the new two episodes of Frasier as well. But I think that's fine. You know, I'm allowed that. I deserve that. Oh, that's what she said to us the other day. And she, do you, do you ever have like your wife tell you off and then she starts laughing as she's doing it because she realizes it's so ridiculous? She just said, "So, I'm stood there thinking, right? Do I do the dishwasher first? Do I do I tidy the living room first, or do I take the bins out?" And because Sophie just sees us stood there, she just went, "Look at you! Look at you! Stood there on your ass!" I went, "What?" <laughs> She started laughing. She, obviously, it's an experience you, Oh, you sat there on your ass doing nothing. But I was like, no, no, I'm stood up. I, I, I could. <laughs> you stood there on your ass. I think that that epitomizes what Sophie thinks of us. She, it doesn't even matter if I'm stood up and I'm trying to think of what jobs I need to do to how it looks to her. It just looks like I'm just, even when I'm stood up, it looks like I'm sat on my ass. I made me pasta bake the other day and we're, we're down to one garlic bread between us, right? One garlic baguette. Between the two, we used to have one each. Well, we didn't. Sophie would always just have half, and I would insist on having a full one because I'd never ever want to have half a one because it's pointless. And then Sophie would not eat her full one, so then I would end up having one and a half garlic bread. So, you know, we went, it's getting daft, but we've got a really good little compromise going on because there's nine bits of this garlic baguette, and, you know, you go. so it's a five and a four, but whoever gets the five gets the two shit bits, the two ends. I think that's a really good... I mean, do you either want four regular ones, or do you want five? But of the five, two of them are monkey. I think that's a really good, fair compromise. So I get the, I get the two monkey ones and three good ones, and Sophie gets four. But I don't mind that because I know I've got five bits, so it's great. And you can kind of like cut the the end bit in half, and uh, you can get very creative with them two monkey bits to make them not as monkey as they initially seem. You know, getting back to five guys, how that was such an enjoyable meal of just them. Um, just sitting in the corner, just not, just oblivious, headphones in, just facing the corner. It was fantastic. It really was. You know, it was uh, good times, good times I had to myself. Sophie can't do that. Sophie, if if me and Sophie are going, like, to a restaurant and say we're just, we haven't booked anywhere and we're having a look about in town, like, uh, trying to find somewhere, Sophie's great for just going, oh, I don't want to go in there. I go, why? That looks like my perfect restaurant. It's empty. It's fantastic. There's nobody in. There's nobody in. It's nice and quiet. It's going to be great. Maybe we get served straight away. Maybe we get to leave straight away. Oh, it doesn't matter because the whole restaurant's out. No, there's no atmosphere. I hate that. Atmosphere. Atmosphere is just other people. Atmosphere is just other people chatting. Just other people chatting really loud because for some reason they think their patter is so good that everybody needs to listen to it. I'm aware of the irony of saying that as a guy who's got a podcast who clearly thinks his patter is broadcastable to a certain level. (laughs) But I'm not inflicted on anyone, do you know? What I mean? I'm not fucking going around fucking yeah, listen to me podcast. You know, it's yeah, if people wanna find it and you know, if you do, great and thank you. Just prattin' on about fuck all thinking it's so interesting. And that's that's what atmosphere is, essentially, isn't it? Oh, there's no atmosphere. There's no atmosphere. What do you mean? Well there's no there's no plates clinking about. There's no there's no big hard floors, there's no people stomping about, there's no people shouting, there's no ringtones, you know. I hate I hate whatever an atmosphere is in a restaurant. I hate it. I just want a nice, quiet. They sat us down one time and Sophie was going, what's wrong with you? I was like, because they've put a cutlery station next to us. Do you know when you you think everything's great and then they just start like dropping knives and forks from a height onto other knives and forks? It's just the worst noise in the world. You don't do that in the restaurant, right? I don't, I don't care about costs. I don't care about staff. I don't care how hard it is, right? Just, Just don't. Be sorting the fucking cutlery out in the same place where people are trying to eat—it's horrible. And I and I'll tell you who I will um, throw in as well. I don't know why. I know you're allowed to do it. It's it's. After. I hate when the manager of the pub takes up one of the tables in the pub and he's got his laptop and he's doing work. Go to the fucking office, right? Go go. There's a. I'm sure there's an office upstairs. And if not, like I don't need to say. I get it. You're working. You're a manager. Well done, right? Like, I don't need to see you. Right, I don't know why it annoys us so much. They don't harm us. They don't do anything. If anything, you know, if, if the they see that the place is full, they they the get out the the way. Then I just I just don't like it. I don't know why. I have to I have to really look into myself. Why I why I don't like that one? It's just annoying, isn't it? Why? And I face the wall in restaurants with Sophie as well. I'm not allowed to see what's going on uh, when I go to a restaurant. I just have to have to look at Sophie and the wall, and that's it. Which would be fine if she didn't pull the trick of, can you try and get the waiter's attention? I'll go, no, 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 no. You've you've sat me here. I'm looking at you. All I've got is you and the cutlery station, right? If you need the waiter's attention, that's on you. I'll happily assume the responsibility of that, but I'm going to need to say, I'm not going to turn around and crank my neck. It's it's an impossible task. It's like, can you can you pat your head and rub your belly at the same time? Can you face me but try and get the attention of people behind you? Sometimes I think she's testing us, you know. Sometimes I think it's just, if, if, if I found out after like a year that this was like a hidden camera prank show, uh, I'd go, okay, fair enough. Yeah, you got us. Well done. Do you ever ask for a quiet table in a restaurant? And then, you know, you go, oh, that one over there in the corner looks nice and empty. And they go, yeah, no worries. And then the next people that come in, they just sit right next to you. You go, what's the, why have you done that? Like, I think, I mean, obviously, you know, I think that's the staff there just going, "Ah, there's your receipt, you fucking prick. (laughs) And fair enough. So you learn just not to, I learn not to show me hand. I learn not to ask for anything because then it's a weakness and people will probably use it against you. So that's, that's healthy, isn't it? Well, I don't think I stopped for breath there at all. That's, uh, that, that's went by very quickly for me. I hope it has for you as well. Uh, I, I think that was one of the times where I don't actually remember anything I've said there. So that's, that's quite a cool one way or the other. <laughs> I did a real filming yesterday for, for Radio Times. Uh, radiotimes.com and more on that uh, coming up. I'll, I think when I'm allowed to reveal that, I will. But the person who was doing my makeup, you know, she said something like, what do you put in your hair? And uh, and I said, oh, you know, like, Whatever. Just treat it like a blank canvas, I don't care. And she was like, oh, so not uh, not like the the barbershop gel, like whatever it was called. You know the gel that every teenage boy had, that big see-through tub, and it was be like green or red or, or whatever. And it unlocked a memory that I, I completely forgot about. You know when I was like 13, and you're just starting to go through puberty, and I've got like tiny little, like I'm talking like one millimetre hairs on my face. Um, I remember we were all trying to get, to go to the, we all go into the pictures trying to get in for a certificate eighteen film, and so to make us look a little bit older, I thought that like if I put gel on me mustache, I didn't have a mustache. I thought if I put gel on me on me face, that it'll make the little hairs that I've got slightly thicker, and and thus you know convince the staff of Bolden Colliery Cinema uh, U UGC or or Sin World. I think Sin World is what it was called. Uh, I might still be called that. I don't know. I know Frankie and Benny's is gone. I know that. But yeah, I said to the lads, like, can you tell I've gelled me, Tash? They went, you mean you've just covered your face in gel? Yes, you can definitely tell, tell that. <laughs> I'd love to know what other things, if I'm the only one who's done something like that, what, what have you done that you thought was a good idea at the time to try and make yourself look a bit a bit older to try and fool somebody? Mine was gel on the tash. I'd love to know what yours is. Get in touch, Carl Hutchinson podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I had good memories of that cinema, though. You had a cinema pass when you were a kid. You know, it was a, a tenner and you could go to as many films as you wanted for the whole month. It was great for the six weeks, it really was, because you really only had that. And yeah, this is before the internet, remember? So this is, you had that in the video man. Now, I'd like to know if your town or region had the video man. Uh, ours certainly did. Uh, Carl Close and Jarrow certainly had the video man. It's exactly like an ice cream man, but it's just a bloke driving around uh, with a load of videos in his boot. That was his, that was his patter. And he was like, it was £2 a video. You would rent them, you know, open his boots and, you know, he had all the hits, all the knocked off hits and you you rented them for, for £2 for the week and then he came back. If he was in trouble with the law, he would come back, you know, you wouldn't always come back when he said he would come back, you know. Sometimes it was a week, sometimes it was two weeks, depending on how much bother he was in because it was definitely dodgy, you know. I know that, like, he... He graduated to the guy who sells stuff around the pub, but you know at this time he was just the, the drive driving video man. And I remember I convinced one of the lads at the top of the street there, he'd rented a video and he was due back that day, and it was £2, but the fine was like an extra 50 pence for every day you haven't returned it if, if you're not there. And I remember he was in trouble, the video man was in trouble with the law. And he just wasn't there that day, and I managed to persuade him that he was getting charged an extra one pound fifty, regardless, even though it wasn't his fault. Just because the video man hasn't turned up, you still get fined. And I remember he told his mom, who was round the the back garden sunbathing because it was a six weeks. And I just like I was like, oh, it it always backfires, doesn't it, when you you play a prank on your mate and then they tell the mom. You're like, how are you, man? What are you doing that for? Your grass. You know what I mean? Like now now the mom's involved. So I've, now I've either got to you know, show me hand and say that I was winding me mate up or just try and prank them out as well. So I doubled down. I, I said, oh, yeah, it's true. Like, yeah. And I remember I've never heard this expression before or since, but she was so irate that this fine could be slapped on for pound fifty on a £2 video because of something that wasn't her fault. I just remember I just, just jumped up from sunbathing. She just went, he can shit off if he thinks he's getting that from me. <laughs> he can shit off. And with that said, I think I'm going to shit off as well. Thank you all so very, very much for listening. Hey, the tour's, tour's nearly over, actually, so I know we're coming up. I'm not even going to look at me phone. I think I'm can, I can do this from the top of my head now. We've got uh, we've got Cheltenham. No? No, I'm going to have to look at me phone. <laughs> Where the fuck are we? Where the fuck are we? What we're doing? And who's being cheeky? All right. Uh, oh, yeah, I was right. Cheltenham, Bedford, Reading, and then Glasgow, Grimsby, Lincoln, Carlisle, and then Newcastle Town Theatre... Southampton, Aldershot, Fife, and Harrogate. And that will be the tour. Wow. Mind you, though, anyone coming to the 25th of November, Time Theatre, I want to tell you now a big announcement. Put your good gear on, because the show is being filmed. We're going to be filming the show. Uh, I've got Motive. We've hired them now. It's uh, it's all go. We're, we're beginning the production of it now. It's going to be a nice big six, seven, eight camera job, whatever the hell it is, it's going to look mint. And I think what I'm going to do, uh, when it's finally time uh, to, to come out and be made, I think that's when I'm going to introduce me, me patron for the first time. I think that's what, that's going to be the first thing that goes on there. So, so. So that's all in, in the works. I think we're going to film it, and then it's going to be made available exclusively on on Patreon. I think that's how we're going to do it. i see say that. It could all change, but that's that's the plan right now. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you if you've already bought a ticket. If not, I encourage you to do so. If you want to get in touch, and podcasts at gmail.com. I know I haven't read any emails today, but I've uh, been too busy thinking about me geese and me cool dudes. And with that, I wish you a cool dude and a geese.